Welcome to K-Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Noor Kamila Binti Muhammad Sharif. I'm a self-mastery life coach, Reiki master, and an advocate of happy parenting and inner peace. Each week, I answer questions on self-mastery, share my insights from my weekly discussions with members of K-Mummy's Focus Group, as well as interviews with personal growth and wellness experts. When you follow a lot of those big parenting blogs or platforms, we often hear complaints from the mummies about how it is often hard to juggle parenting duties and self-care. Yes, self-care is about caring for your mental, physical and spiritual well-being. There are eight aspects of wellness for you to take note of and they are social wellness, environmental wellness, financial wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, occupational wellness, emotional wellness, and intellectual wellness. In my second round of K-Mummy's focus group session, so during the session, I asked the following questions and I gathered the following insights from the mummies. So question one is, what are the common complaints you have heard from a mummy who can't focus on her, her health and well-being? With each complaint, what healthy alternatives you could suggest to the mummy? Most mummies tend to say that they do not have the time to spare to attend to their well-being. It boils down to what these mummies thought what self-care meant. It was as though self-care was a hassle or extremely time-consuming when it does not necessarily mean that. Sometimes mummies who neglect their self-care say that they would feel guilty for taking time out from their children to focus on themselves. There needs to be an awareness that when mummies care for themselves, they would be more focused, alert and calm when caring for their children. Mummies need to learn how to live a guilt-free life for the sake of their well-being. Mummies are also feeling the societal and cultural pressures of how a mummy's role is typically defined. Mummies are often portrayed as someone who is a do-all. They cook, they clean, they do the laundry, they feed their children, nurture and educate, being a caring wife who, who takes care of the husband too, on top of the children and household, and putting on a lot of hats at the same time being a multitasker. And when mummies play multiple roles, they would be awarded the title of a super mummy. There is nothing wrong with being a multitasker and accomplishing all of that if the mummy enjoys doing it. And at the same time, it is not a definition of how all mummies need to be. Mummies are individuals who have different goals and aspirations in life. When we limit a mummy's role to a stereotypical role, we are limiting the growth and potential of an individual who may be able to contribute to their family in many different ways too. 
One of the mummy commented during the session that mummies tend to be fixated to be doing things a certain way. The approach of doing things a fixed way has a lot to do with culture and upbringing. When mummies learn to let go, it would serve and benefit mummies in the long run. Let go as some of those chores can wait or we can assign the chore to someone else and be objective and think of the bigger picture. No one would be there all the time to remind the mummies to focus on their well-being. That is why it is important to, let, to learn how to let go. For example, if a mummy is complaining of a bad backache, let go of any chores that could aggravate the backache. Simply let go. And number two, share your example. This is the question that I asked during the session. Share your example or an exam or example of someone whom you know who is a mother who is great at caring for her health and well-being. What can we learn from you or the role mother? These are some of the real life examples given going cycling, taking kids out to new interesting places, spa and massages, go shopping or window shopping, watching what you eat, having a fixed daily routine, waking up early for prayers, walk instead of taking the bus to the market, dressing up at home. One of the mummies in the focus group shared that she once lived with her aunt and she observed how systematic her aunt was running her household despite her age being a 67-year-old elderly. She would wake up early at 4 a.m. to do her prayers daily and right after the Fajal prayer, she would prepare breakfast for everyone and after breakfast, she would walk three bus stops to the market. Despite this daily morning routine, she never once complained about being tired and she was one of the calmest women that our key mummy has met. Her husband would also jog early in the morning every single day. The family was cohesive and peaceful. Another mummy shared that she knew a mummy who knows how to take care of her boundaries. Okay, she, so this mummy knows how to take care of her boundaries and she would not meddle with family matters that do not directly concern her. And she knew how to say no and not be too concerned about external matters that do not involve her life. She is also someone who is determined to focus on her work and does not get easily distracted. She knows how to carve out her time for self-care too. At home, this role mother's mummy would dress up so well for her husband and the reason being is that she is committed to creating matrimonial peace and want to look pleasant for her husband after her husband came back home from his hectic day at work. Her husband works with children and he would often come home feeling stressed. Dressing up was just her gesture to calm her husband down and to create peace at home. And her husband reciprocated the gesture by not venting out his stress at work towards her and treated her 
with kindness and love too so it's a win-win outcome then in number three i asked what can we do as fellow mummies to encourage other mummies to focus on their well-being no judgment do not make mummies feel like they are lacking invite them or show them your examples exchange ideas such as through tagging them when we come across useful articles and resources and follow up by asking what do you think of the article i tagged you we can also invite mummies to our home be sure to check the safety guidelines for covid 19 measures in your country and the reason why we want to invite mummies to our home is so that you can learn something new together and such as baking or do fun activities together oh, in the kitchen <laughs> such as cooking or trying out new recipes or watching netflix whichever so mummies need to also be mindful to not dispense unsolicited advice to other mummies we must also not assume what the mummy knew or did not know don't give unsolicited advice to other mummies who didn't ask for the advice we can also introduce good books uh, that we've read that we love to read or gift a mummy a helpful book that you got value from and these are subtle ways we can support fellow mummies that was the overview of our discussion in the second round of k mummies focus group session uh, after discussing a topic of their choice i left them with homework that they must be committed to sharing with other key mummies in our exclusive whatsapp group you can try on the homework for yourself too so these are the homework find the time to exercise for seven minutes for at least twice a week cut down on sugar or go zero on sugar eat half plate vegetables a quarter plate protein and cut down on carbs find time to meditate before the start of each day so these are homework that um, supports your yourself okay because Taking care of our body is also part of self-care. Taking care of our mind is also self-care. You can choose which one is easiest for you. Alright, so for those of you mummies, I invite you to join our weekly K-Mummies Focus Group session. Details are in the description. Thank you for listening in. See you in the next episode. want to live your life with purpose book your first coaching session with me at camillahms.com